Welcome to Confab, the podcast where we rant, rave, and break down all things in the entertainment world. I'm Lindsay Howard. And I'm Rachel Steinkamp. Tonight, we'll be discussing some of the stories we handpicked, answering a question of the week, and then we'll be diving into the latest Game of Thrones episode. But don't worry, we'll let you know when we dive into spoiler territories, if you haven't caught up yet. But for now, Lindsay, you want to start us off with our first story of the week? Sure. Um, We're going to be looking at an $80 million Tetris movie which is apparently going to be a quote-unquote epic sci-fi thriller, which, as said by Nerdist, of course, is it kind of has to be a sci-fi movie, because otherwise, what is it going to be? So, I don't know how I feel about this. Tetris was never my, like, go-to game, but I feel like it's... Oh, it wasn't? Oh, no, because Tetris was my jam. I liked it, but I also liked Minesweeper, because I was so bad at it. <laughs> like, so mm. bad. See, I played so much Tetris that... I would be falling asleep if I got into like the Tetris jam, and I'd just be imagining what where those blocks would fall and where I would put these blocks. And oh, it gets bad when I get into my Tetris days. But a Tetris movie, and not just a Tetris movie, a Tetris trilogy. I mean, come on. <laughs> the thing is, like we've had a lot of weird game-based things, but we've never had actual like non-story games that I can think of. Not true. Really, which Two one? Two examples. Battleship. Oh, no, I mean, okay, but Battleship has, like, a sort of a plot. Like, you have to defeat the other person. Well, Ted, okay, fair enough. And then Angry Birds. Those oh, are the true. ones where there's not really any kind of plot, but... Angry Birds doesn't... I've seen the trailer. It doesn't look that good, <laughs> like, to be honest. With Angry Birds? I'm intrigued by that movie, but that's not the point for tonight. I, how? What kind of story are we going to well, get I mean, from the, this? The point of Tetris, right, is like if you don't do it in time, it all like blows up or something. That's yeah. the thing. Is like it's got to be something like we're being invaded or like something's gonna go off at a certain time if they don't figure it out, which is cool. But like blocks and to defeat it, <laughs> they're going to have to drop these. Tet- what are they called? Tetranino? Whatever. These Tetris blocks into the right shapes. Otherwise, I bet they get some the super entire nerdy galaxy kid. I really die. hope it's a really super nerdy kid who has to figure it out. That would make my day. Because he spent grew up sp- playing Tetris in his mother's basement. Of course. <laughs> that would be amazing. If they were like, the one time this is actually relevant. <laughs> he will be the one to save the world. Oh no. Just <laughs> It's going to be so lie. weird. So what other video game movies can we create if we're going off of this? Te- we have Tetris now. Well, have you heard of 1010, which is kind of Tetrisy, but you put the blocks wherever you want. It's like once you, not... oh, yes, once you I get have. a yes, I have. Care, which is it's fine, but there's no, like, it's gonna explode. Like, <laughs> But Tetris came first. Well, yeah, for sure. But I mean, this one is more of a, like, play as long as you can without fear of exploding. Like, you can take as long as you want. Which is, I play that because it's sort of, like, if I'm really bored, I just get my phone out and play that. <laughs> I think I used to play that while we still roomed together. We were watching TV for the night. That's funny. Fun fact. So, if we're going off this, I guess, precedent with Tetris, what other kind of video games can we make movies out of? Galaga? Pac-Man? Pac-Man would be fun. I was thinking, though, do you remember when we were rooming together, we had that one game where it was a cube and it had layers on it, and you had to, like, tap away the, the blocks of the layers, and whoever got to the middle first won a thing. Because I feel like they got... Rubik's Cube. No. No. I'm just <laughs> no, thinking, I mean, that would be an interesting... Too, but, I mean, I don't remember what it was called, but it was, like, Magic Cube or something like that. And then, like, whoever got to the middle first won something. That could be, like, some sort of weird dystopian oh. thing. It was, like, the thing with everyone around the world yeah. was trying to figure this out. Yeah. That would be a really cool, like, dystopian. Like, the government's like, oh, hey, if you win this thing, then, like you're the cool dude, or whatever. I don't know, but it could be really funny. Either way, it's kind of ridiculous. Oh, it is, but it'll be interesting. But I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued at what they're going to do with this. I mean, we'll see. Yes, we will. <laughs> uh, okay, what was your story for the week? What was your go-to thing? Well, Survivor finale happened this mm-hmm. week. So, if you haven't watched Spoilers Ahead, I think it's safe to talk about this publicly though i mean if you're watching i mean if you're listening to a podcast rather than watching the episode i assume either you don't care or you've already seen it yeah it's survivor anyways we had our finale happen and michelle won 
she was uh she was a flirt. You know why I think she won though? I think it was because of Scott. I think so. Because Scott was like clapping and everything. I was like, all right. He made the comment of they got worse when she, she got better. Yeah, the other two started strong and got weaker, but she started weak and got stronger. But I stronger. think that's the floater game, though. It's like it's the same thing that happens in Big Brother. Like they chill and then they're like, you know what? Actually, <laughs> I've been watching it you the whole time, which is clever, but also really irritating. And it's definitely a strategy. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of that strategy. I would rather someone win who played the game and was making all these big moves and backstabbing people rather than I'm just going to float along to be a number and stay under the radar. I mean, yes, that is a strategy. It's just it's not very impressive. Like, no, if I were rewarding the million dollars, I would base it on who made these strategic moves in the game. Yeah. I do feel bad for Ty. Nobody voted for Ty. <laughs> oh, I know. But he got $50,000 I know. Sia. That was so that was so cute. The true winner of Survivor the season should have been Mark Honestly, the Chicken. Honestly, like, can you imagine them just being like, you know what? The Chicken won. <laughs> I would have voted for Mark the Chicken. He would have been a great winner. I feel like I would have written down someone's name and put, like, or Mark if that counts. Like, or Mark. wanted to put Mark, but I can't, so I'm going to pick you. <laughs> but the other thing with the Survivor, they previewed the upcoming season, mm -hmm. and it's going to be Millennials versus Gen X. Yeah, I mean... Really? I, I don't know. I feel like it's not going to be what I think it is. Because in my head, Gen X would be the ones who maybe have been seeing this show longer. Like, millennials have probably watched it as well, but they would have been pretty young when it started. So maybe they haven't we... been watching it the whole time, but... Not necessarily, because the millennials are going to be people our age. So this show started in 2000. Yeah, but when when the show started, I was six. <laughs> I was seven. Yeah. Anyways, I just... I feel like we're going to go into very big stereotype. Yeah, I mean, it'll be... Country in this? It'll be stereotype city, but like... I think it'll be interesting, and it probably won't go the way that anyone expects it to. Probably. I'm just... They have to be careful that they don't go too much into stereotyped country. Otherwise, it's going to be a turn-off to... I mean, just watching the preview, I'm like, I don't think I want to watch this just because I'm going to hate every time they say millennial because there is a connotation to that word that's so negative, I feel like. Yeah, like, because while I'm over in the UK for, like, study abroad stuff, like, I have my phone for here which is like a really crappy old phone that was unlocked but then i have to have mm. my other one in case that one decides it doesn't want to live anymore you know <laughs> so i have my one with me and every time i like look at them next to each other i'm like i feel like what they think millennials are and i don't want them to be like jerks about it you know what i mean because i feel like all the people who are on the millennials camp will either be picked because they're like super stereotypical or they're not at all. Yeah. So there's going to be that, like, divide between them, and then there's going to be the Gen X people who are like, they're idiots, we're going to win, and then there's probably going to be someone real clever on the millennials that just kicks their butt, which would be great, but, you know, only only because I'd be like, yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you for doing something interesting. <laughs> well, there won't be anyone our parents' age. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> eh. It'll be interesting. I'll give it that. It will be. I think I'll maybe watch, and if I don't hate all of them, then I'll continue <laughs> the season. Because this was your first real season of watching Survivor, wasn't it? Yeah, I think I liked it because I didn't like a lot of the people on it. Welcome to Survivor. And the people who you did like were medically evacuated. Yeah, exactly. I mean... Neil! Caleb made me laugh so hard. Honestly, when I saw when I realized he was on it, I just cracked up. Because I was just like, of course he's on it. Of course. <laughs> You know what I would like to see? I would like to see a f season in the future of made up of just people who are medically evacuated. Oh my So they gosh. have their second chance. That would be crazy. I feel so bad for, like, Joe because, honestly, he was super cool for a 71-year-old. Like, he was doing good. Yeah. And then he just had to win that reward and, well, had fun. <laughs> I, I, do, I do feel kind of iffy because Sydney I liked okay. But then as soon as she was like, he's going to regret eating all that. And she didn't say anything. And then he left. And I was like, okay. Mm <laughs> Awkward. It's a strategy. Awkward. <laughs> but, you know, no one said anything to her. So So you want to move on to our next story, Lindsay? Yeah, we have a lot to cover. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so it's been a big week. has a bunch of first look trailer things have been dropped. Some are more trailery and some are just like one word, <laughs> which was... Or some, unhelpful. like, 
completely describe what their pilot episode is going to be like, like all of CBS's. Anyways. So what, which one do you want to start with? Because we have a lot of uh, networks to look at. Let's go NBC, CBS, then ABC, then Fox, then CW. So to start off, I say let's just go through and we give one phrase to sum up your reaction to it. And then are you going to watch it or not? That, That work? Timeless. I think that it'll be interesting, and I'll probably give it a go. Time-traveling blip. Yeah. I will watch it. (laughs) I think that they're writing off of the Outlander fame, and that they all accidentally got it all in the same season, and it's going to be a nightmare for everybody, but it's going to be interesting. An audience, if you're curious about any of the pilots, uh, links to all the first look trailers will be on the website. You'll be able to see our lovely Entertainment Weekly link out to it. (laughs) Okay, so next one. This is us. Basically, um, oh gosh, I guess I got the converging storyline thing. Thirty six years old. That's what I got from yeah. that. I don't. I don't think I want to watch this. It seems too sentimental for me. I won't watch. I, a lot of people have been watching on YouTube, and good for them. I don't. I just don't think it's a show for me. Yeah, because I know the trailer went everywhere, but mm-mm. yeah, the good place. Cheesy Purgatory. Janet is the new State Farm chick. She's the one that they call and pops up out of nowhere. Forked up. <laughs> I will not be watching. I don't think I'm going to watch it. It's uh, not my not my kind of comedy. And on to NBC. Or not NBC. That was NBC. CBS. Bull. Sociology and psychology. Win the votes <laughs> from the jury. I'm so down. I will watch I'm it. so down. I'm so down. <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of one to down, I am so down. <laughs> you and I will be watching and discussing that, I think. It'll be good. <laughs> okay, pure genius. Dermot Maloney is awesome, so I'm, I'm interested. Technology meets medicine, and can I get this technology? Seriously. I want this. I'm, I'm gonna give it a go. I, I will definitely watch it, because I'm, honestly, I just want to see what they can come up with with the hospital and what kind of technology. Okay, MacGyver. That guy that I'm pretty sure played Havoc is now you know, reminiscing with old Mac fans. I need a Q-tip and some bubblegum. <laughs> cheap, cheap problem solving. I don't think I'm going to watch this. MacGyver was not my jam, but I think people who grew up with it would love it. I might give it a shot just because I, I want to see what this new iteration of it is. Mm. I don't see it lasting in the long run, though. Okay, man with a plan. Matt LeBlanc is a terrible father. Joey became a dad. <laughs> it's seriously he he is Joey he still. Is, I can't I can't watch it. I can't. It's not my kind of comedy. He was never my favorite either. So. <laughs> I love Joey. I'm passing on the show though. Mm-hmm. Okay, the great indoors. I am befuddled by how hardcore the diversity attempt is in this show. What I got from this millennial suck. I don't know. Stephen Fry is amazing. I don't know why he's on this show. <laughs> I don't understand. What's his salary, I wonder? It's gotta be something, like, ridiculous. Otherwise, never. <laughs> like, I'll pass on this. The only reason I might watch is Joel McHale. Mm, fair. I mean, that fake bear, though. <laughs> there was a fake bear in the trailer, and I was like, I just want to hug it. <laughs> I just want to hug the bear. I still wanted to hug the bear. Okay, Kevin can wait. Is this a spinoff of Paul Blart? That, that's Paul. That was my first... Because he played the same one. Exactly. Retired cop. Okay. Paul Blart retired. Also, the daughter, Pass. Um, Taylor, She not that's not the character, that's the actress. She was in Melissa and Joey on ABC as basically the exact same character, so I don't think I'm going to appreciate that very much either. Eh, pass. Okay, Training Day. Based off a 2001 movie with Denzel Washington, so it's going to be interesting. Cop show, pass. I don't like cop shows, but I think that if it's based off a movie with Denzel, it's going to be good. <laughs> For people who like cop shows. I like cop shows. This is one of like, eh, it just seemed too generic for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, Star Trek. All I wrote down was it's a Star Trek TV thing. <laughs> because I don't like the way that they're doing it. All I wrote down, CBS All Access. Yeah. Will not watch. Yeah, I, just, I don't appreciate They're doing a preview on CBS, and then they're going to make you try to get CBS All Access. And for Trekkies, it's gonna work. For me, no. no. Also, CBS is the only show that we're covering that doesn't have a time travel show. Which is very interesting. I mean... Apparently, they did not get the But memo. I mean, if they're all doing it right now, someone should have jumped the gun, which was Outlander, so HBO, like... Or, no, Stars? Stars, stars 1. Stars, Like, because <laughs> if everyone does the same thing trying to be ahead of the game, then it's just never gonna work. Or the CW, because Legends of Tomorrow already happened. Not true. But I've never even, like, really heard about that show. So it's not, like, it wasn't big. Yes, it was. Really? You just, 
Yes. Wow, no one talks about it. Because it's it's a superhero show. Oh. And pretty much if you're in the Flash, the Arrow, any of that, you will know that show. Yeah, but I mean, these are more like, let's go back and change history as normal people shows, which is kind of what Outlander is. Eh, Anyways, on to ABC. Designated Survivor. I don't know if I can do another president show. I, uh, what I wrote down, Armageddon, DC. <laughs> I will watch it. I will watch it. I am intrigued by this. I just, from what little was offered, I don't know that I care. If it has a good pilot, I'll watch it, though. Because the thing is, I'm so into, like, Scandal. I was into West Wing. There's so many of them that I could watch instead. So if it's not good, I'm not going to watch it. Well, they're also pitching this as a conspiracy thriller. I mean, that would be which... fun. I love conspiracy stuff. I'm intrigued at what the conspiracy and the mystery is going to be behind the show. I mean, we'll we'll give it a go, for sure. Okay, conviction. Haley Atwell goes American. Haley Atwell goes from Carter to Carter, because her character's first name is Carter. (laughs) I did not catch that. I just, I don't get how she goes from being blackmailed into being the head of a department. What does that even mean? Because she's the first daughter. Yes, and that's something weird that you'd be like, I'm gonna, you, you better be the head of this department. Like, what? I, I think it's because of the face of mm, what her name would bring. Sean Ashmore is cool, eh. so hopefully he does good. I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. I might like check it out. I might give it a yeah. shot. I don't, I'm kind of iffy about the chances of survival for the show. Yeah. Okay, notorious. Hyped up real stories. So this is what's breaking up Shondaland. Hmm. Yeah. Eh. It's TGIT. I might give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, I like how media interacts with other shows. Uh, I mean, on other mm-hmm. shows, and so it might be interesting. Again, it's a sort of, like, scandal-y show to me. Like, that's what it looks like, so... That's what it's taking the place of. Fair. So, it makes sense. Okay, American Housewife. Grass is greener on the other side. I actually... I don't have notes on that. It's the... F- flawed family that wants sees everything wants to be perfect uh she sees herself as fat other moms are skinny she wants to be like them and i'm just kind of like hmm. pass yeah i don't know i didn't see that trailer <laughs> speechless mm, i like that they're including diversity for special needs folks but i feel like the intro is not enough for me to want to watch it yet mini driver i love you but the trailer did not grab my it attention it doesn't seem that funny no. It's not long enough for me to care. It just didn't pull my heartstrings. Mm. Sorry. Pass. Okay. Still star-crossed. Shondaland means great writers, but I don't like Romeo and Juliet, so I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna watch Shakespeare, it. Shakespeare, Shonda. I'm gonna watch it. And it's a period piece. I just, I think it's gonna be too much for me. I don't like the name of the show, by the way. I hate the name of the show. <laughs> See, I like Shakespeare. So I will probably enjoy this. Yeah, but I mean, like, the show's title itself, I hate. Yeah, still star-crossed. Like, we get it. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, the next one. Time After Time. Uh, This was based on a book about how if H.G. Wells really had a time machine, he would have gone back to the 1970s to track down Jack the Ripper. So I'm gonna watch it. Jack the Ripper, time traveling, H.G. Wells. Doing it. it. Oh, and it has Josh Bowman as Jack the Ripper, who was in Revenge. I'm so down with this. I'm, I'm actually really pumped about this and time travel <laughs> our time travel for abc okay downward dog this it said literally nothing except me i'm not watching this show i don't know what it is i'm not watching it oh did you not get the full trailer for it 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 only had a couple like six seconds or something i'll send you the longer trailer later pretty much it's the day in the life of a dog who's owned by a millennial yeah, but it's like what it's like looking at human relationships from a dog's point of view. But that's not something that it really interesting. It was me. not interesting to me either. All I saw, oh, cute dog. Yeah. Pass. Imaginary Mary. I wrote down no, 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 and no. Woman doesn't want kids, but she falls in love with a divorced father of three, and she imagines a little creature. Why did this get greenlit? I don't know. I just. The partial animation thing is never interesting to me, and I don't know why. I just, I think partly, part of it is because the character, like, the imaginary character that she imag- like that she comes up with is so is weird. annoying. I'm just like, I don't, I don't get this. And I'm fine with the whole, like, romance plot. The romance plot's, you know, fun, whatever, that's fine. It's like a rom-com, but I just, no. But at the end of the day, she is a crazy woman who still sees her imaginary friend. I don't want a crazy person ending up with a guy with kids. <laughs> that freaks me out. That's not gonna end well. 
Okay, on to Fox, the Exorcist. Demons. They're everywhere. The thing is, right, this reminds me of The Falling. It's a serialized horror movie, basically, and I'm not good at horror movies. I like the basilisk thing going on with her walls, and it looks disgusting. So I think it's going to be great for people who like horror movies, but I don't like horror movies, so I can't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a fan of The Exorcist movie, book, whatever. I will pass on the TV show Mm. to go with it. Lethal Weapon. More cop shows. <laughs> I can only think of the Mel Gibson and Danny Glover movie it's based off of. I have not seen it. I have. I like so the movies. The Those only cop show that I liked only aired for one season. <laughs> that was probably why I liked it. <laughs> so I don't think I'm going to... What show? That was Golden Boy and Theo James was in it, oh, which yeah. totally helped. But it only aired for one season, which was completely fine with me. I don't know. I, I don't like cop shows unless they have a really good villain what about a villain who isn't totally a villain i don't know i think the angst level might be fun for like the main character guy with the like losing his family and stuff but the mel gibson character yeah i thought i love the way i said it could be fun because he lost his i'm I'm a horrible person uh (laughs) i am too we could talk later about why i'm a horrible (laughs) person anyways uh son of zorn animated mess i'm not interested why did she leave Scandal? I don't understand. Susan Ross, what? What? Susan Ross, you had so much potential. This looks so bad. It's one of those half animation things, and it doesn't even look good. Like, it's not even funny to me. I'm intrigued on why their kid is not, like, half animated. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> that would be great. I think this might appeal to people who, like, watch Archer and shows like this. I'm not one of those people, though. So I will pass on this one. Okay, APB. Technology and money meets crime instead of earlier where we had technology and money meets medicine. Basically, it's another cop show. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is okay, this year's things are like cops and time travel, but I don't know. I I just I will give it a try cuz I think that it looks interesting with the technology part, but then it turned into this weird like everyone has the app so the show could literally go on forever because they're gonna have a billion crimes to solve and i'm just like mm. i'm intrigued on where it'll go from here i think it's it could it could turn into like a house scenario where they have a, like a sort of ongoing plot but like a different crime rather than a different illness every time but criminal minds is like that already well i know but that's what it feels like so that it just feels like it's gonna be another one of those okay pitch female pitcher joins the mlb this is not gonna last very long there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> the, the dad looks like Steve Harvey, first of all. And I don't think this has very much potential past, like, season one. Because I don't know where the plot's going to go. I thought it had potential. But, like, what happens after she starts doing good? Uh, you could come up with a million different things. Fame gets to her. Mm. She has other kinds of problems. But I feel like people could resonate with the show. Yeah. And I'm intrigued to see what kind of following it has, because I think this is one that could be, that has the potential for a breakout. I think I'm going to watch at least the first season of it, if it doesn't end up sucking really early on. Yeah. Okay, Making History, our time traveling for Fox. So it's like Gossip Girl meets time travel. It's really cheesy. It's so, I want to watch it. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I want to watch it so bad. It's going to be so funny. I do not see this one having a future. No. But I'm so down for this show. I don't think I'm going to like Leighton Meester in it at all. But I think I like the main character guy. He seems funny. So I'm going to have to watch it because ham. I love that (laughs) ham is a thing. Ham. And a duffel bag time time machine. That's really funny. Like, it's a really good mechanic. I'm so down for this. I'm, I'm so excited. What's nice about this time-traveling uh, show is that it's a comedy versus all the other ones. Exactly, which are that's what I wrote down. I was like, I love that it's a comedy. Okay, the Mick. <laughs> Just pass. The kids, when they're lined up in the hallway during the trailer, all I could think about was Sound of Music and how this is a billion yes. times worse. Like, a million billion yes. times worse. I can't do it. It looks Crazy sister raises her niece and nephews when their parents escape the country for money problems. Can we talk about how she drugged her niece? By pretending it was absinthe. With, like, seven different types of- no. Sleeping medication? No, not safe. Wouldn't that kill her? Um, probably, actually. She's <laughs> not clever. Star. It's like Smash, but for, like, really uh, underdoggy characters. 
I think it's more like Empire. Maybe, yeah. Because it's from the creators of Empire. And I think this one definitely has a shot to go big, but it's not the kind of show that appeals to me. It'll appeal to people who like Empire. Plus, it'll have all the music which you're, you'll be able to buy as well, so you have that market as well. Yeah, the only reason I related it to Smash is because it's the two girls are trying to get a role, and that's what it reminded mm-hmm. me of. But it's obviously very different, because these aren't going to be like, Broadway singers, probably. Uh, no. I love Queen Latifah, though, so I may watch it for, like, the laughs at first, and then be like, eh, or stick with it, I don't know. But if the music is good, I might stick around anyway. <laughs> okay, 24 Legacy. Okay, so this is going to be air post-Super Bowl, and I want to know, is it going to have 24 episodes since it's a mid-season premiere? What, what, isn't it called, like, 24 Legacy? Like, that's... Yeah, yeah 24 I Legacy. I think that would make sense, but... Because it's unless... based off the 24... Se- or, uh, I guess it's a spinoff of the 24 series. Mm. Well, I haven't watched whatever that is, so... Each season had 24 episodes, and it would be take place in real time, so each episode was only an, an hour of the, your actual life, or their life. Oh, that's cool. Which makes me wonder if this show is going to have 24 episodes, even though it's a mid-season premiere. Maybe. I mean, because he's stopping a terrorist attack, which is kind of cool. I don't know if I completely understand the main character's vibe yet, but, I mean, I like conspiracy, like, logistical stuff, so I might like it. All I wrote down was preventing terrorist attack. I'm gonna pass on it. I don't know. Rocky Horror Picture Show, the two-hour October event. I put down, can we not? (laughs) Just why? That's what I wrote People down. People are Just going to prefer why? the original, no matter what you do. Victoria Justice, why are you in this? I don't understand. I would never have picked her. It's going to have Tim Curry in it, but he hasn't been looking so good lately, so I'm interested to see what he'll look like in this movie. I think this is only this is going to appeal to people who like RuPaul's Drag Race, like that sort of thing. And I know that it's like a Halloween-y, you know, special, but this, you no, know, just air the original if you're going to, yeah. like, Why? It's going to do wonderful just because it's a one-time event. Like it's going to have live, fantastic Like all the ratings. live musicals that suck yeah. every single time. <laughs> exactly. They're always horrible, but they're going to be watched. At least this one won't be live. Yeah. Safer. Prison Break. Is this an old show or something? Cause it- okay. So the show went on for a few years. I think in from like 2005 to 2009, I believe. And this is like, I guess, their follow-up sequel to it. And I think I'm going to watch the original and then watch this because I'm intrigued by it. Plus, it has Wentworth Miller and Dominic Purcell, who are both in Legends of Tomorrow. Hmm. Speaking of. (laughs) Yeah. Again, I like logistics. I like planning stuff out. I like the way that writers plan stuff out, so I might be interested. But What I wrote down? Spoiler! They're gonna break out of prison. (laughs) Obviously. Because it's only like a nine- episode miniseries I think this will do fantastic to anyone who liked the show originally yeah I mean especially since it's short I might watch it because it's short (laughs) yeah okay next one shots fired well this is gonna bring up some interesting discussions what I wrote down black lives matter it's basically like all of our current news stories but inverted Mm -hmm. and this is so scandally to me that it's gonna be interesting but also really problematic for like people trying to have actual discussions about it because it's going to get real heated real fast which is probably a good thing in certain scenarios but it still didn't appeal to me though and i'm gonna pass on this one and on to the cw frequency (laughs) let's talk about the butterfly effect all right (laughs) we have a kind of a time traveling that's what i wrote down it was kind of time traveling because, I mean, CW already has Legends of Tomorrow, which is already our time-traveling episode uh, show. Mm. So we're going to go half-time travel on this one. Butterfly effect is what I wrote down. Mm-hmm. She could speak to her father through a ham radio. And then spans a thing happens. 20 years. And it reverses so her mom was the one that died, not him. I don't know about all this paranormal stuff. I don't know how I feel about that. Because sometimes paranormal stuff is just not for me. But I might try it. I don't. CW isn't. CW is not necessarily my favorite channel anymore. 
but... See, lately, CW has been my favorite channel just because I like all the superhero well, see, that's what shows. I mean. It's like the only thing I watch. I don't care about anything else they put out, so that means, like, the channel itself is not interesting to me. The superhero content is. I watch the superhero stuff, and I watch iZombie on there. <laughs> Zombie, I love. I mean, Rose McIver is amazing. It's a fun twist on the whole crime show aspect because it has that touch of supernatural to it. Mm. But anyways, frequency, I'll give it a shot. I don't know how it'll do in the long run, but it's curious enough. Mm. No tomorrow. What I wrote down, Gallivant! Is that the actor? The guy, the main guy. Yeah, the main guy. That's what I, that's, yeah, another thing I wrote down is um, I'm all about that accent, but he's freaking crazy. Apocalypse is coming. Make the most out of it. Also, I have a question. Who yes. spells Xavier without an X? Who does that? She's always like, oh, Xavier with an X. I'm like, who, what? I've never seen it spelled with a Z ever. I think I, no, no. I've heard Xavier spelled with an X, uh, pronounced Javier instead. Okay, but like that's a weird one. But no, I don't think Xavier, I've... that's what you think of. Like it is. My problem is the show could last forever, and I'm not down with that. Like, because there's eight months until he thinks it's going to end. So they're going to do a different thing every episode. Uh... I don't know. It's not going to be fun after a while. Like a season of it might be fun, but like no, there's no long term. No, I'll pass on that one. Just, just. Pass. Meh. So those are all our shows. Um, I'm going to ask you now of what are your top five shows that you think are doomed to fail and your top five that you think are guarantees, guaranteed to succeed? Okay, well, as we said, Rocky Horror is going to do fine because it's barely a show. <laughs> it's going to... Oh, I see. I didn't count that one. <laughs> I mean, if I, don't, if I don't count that one, I think Pitch is going to do good... Um, I feel like The Exorcist might actually do good for people who like the movie because it's kind of a horror show. It's like the following people might like that it's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, time After Time, I hope, does really good. I really want it to do good. It sounds amazing. And still Starcrossed because it's a Shondaland show is going to be great. I don't know how many I've said at this point. I've said a lot. And I don't know. I really hope that Making History does good, but I don't think it's going to. <laughs> I think it's going to fail miserably. My top five for Succeed, I have Timeless. Designated Survivor, I think that one's going to do well with Kiefer Kiefer Sutherland. Pitch, Star, and Prison Break. Those are my top five. I'm like, I think these are, will do well. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. So what are your top five flops? Oh, goodness. There's a lot. For me, for me, there's a lot. I think the Mick is going to be terrible. It just sounds terrible. Um, Son of Zorn will only do well with a certain demographic, so it may not last very long. Uh, same with Imaginary Mary. I just don't know about that at all. <laughs> I don't know. It's so weird. Um, I think that probably the man with a plan one's going to be kind of meh. And then I'm trying to pick ones from different networks. Uh, I don't know. The Good Place probably, of the NBC ones we talked about, is probably like the least successful one. Mm-hmm. Okay, my top five failures are flops. I like top five flops. Yeah. That's fun to say. The Good Place, Man with a Plan, American Housewife, Downward Dog, <laughs> and Imaginary Mary. Imaginary Mary, I think, tops the list of that it's, one. It's so weird. I just I don't get it. <laughs> I think it'll last three episodes before they pull it off. I hope so. I hope that the, um, what's it, cancellation character just is like, no. The cancellation bear. That's what I thought it was, but I thought I was going to say it wrong. It's, yeah. Cancellation bear, it's going to be bear chow, and he's going to eat it off the menu. <laughs> going to just nibble it. <laughs> okay, well, I do have a question sort of based around the TV show discussion. Okay. We mentioned how there were so many time travel shows, so I have a would you rather for you okay. for our question of the week. Would you rather be in a time travel themed show, but not be the character that does any of the traveling, so you just live in whatever period they go to? Or would you rather be the character that travels back in time, but you get killed off, like, decently early? Or forward in time, whichever you prefer. Do I get to know that these are people are time travelers if I lived in the period? Mm, maybe. I mean, you could be, like, a main character, but you wouldn't get to do any traveling. I'd go with that. I'm not sure how I would do traveling in time, but if I lived in the period, I'd have fun. But there would still be antics of, who are these strange people and why do they not fit in here? 
That's true. Because I feel like even if you're going to do the time traveling, if you're going to get killed off, you're not going to do anything. There's no point. Yeah. I can't travel in time anymore. <laughs> At least the other one, I'd survive. That's true. I just, I still want, a, like, a TARDIS. That'd be cool. That would be the ideal. <laughs> Doctor, come take me away. <laughs> All right, hey, maybe I'll just meet Jack the Ripper and that'll be the end of it. I'll be dead. Lindsay, can you come to my funeral? I'll plant flowers at your grave. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it, bud. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, I think that's all we have for the first part of our discussion. So now we're going to be moving into our Game of Thrones Season 6, Episode 4 discussion. That's Book of the Stranger. If you haven't seen it, you definitely don't want to stick around. This that. is your spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! Yeah, you, this is your not going to be happy if you hang out. So there, I've said it. And I'm going to assume that anyone who doesn't want to know has uh, paused the thing, and we're going to be good to go now. We seriously need music here, eventually. (laughs) Eventually, our budget will allow for that one. Okay, did you like this episode overall? I think so. It wasn't necessarily my favorite, but I did like all the mechanics and the ending. (laughs) So far, I think this has been my favorite episode in this season. For the season, but not for the show. For Not for the show, but for this season, this is my favorite episode so far. I liked that we had a Stark reunion. I liked that... I liked that we had some Jorah and Dario kicking butt and some sna- well, we, well, sassy well, comments. we had some Dario kicking butt and Jorah trying, okay. and it was kind of yeah. cute, but it was kind of sad. Dario bashing people's head in with a rock. And then we had Danny have her wonderful moment. I liked the episode. I really did. I mean, it was fun. If you want, we can go through sort of in order of what happened and just sort of yeah, let's chat do that because I have all of my little this is what happened notes. Um, let's do it. I love at the very beginning, of course, Sansa comes in and she's like, "Hey, bro, I'm back. Let's run in a hug and be cliche," which is great because I thought it was hysterical. I mean, I knew it was coming because it's obvious and cliche, but it was good. Like, I, it, it needed to happen, you know? But this show doesn't always go off the cliches. So it was nice to see that at least the Starks could finally have some good in their life, especially since Sansa and Jon never actually had a real moment or scene together in the earlier episodes. Well, I mean, I'm glad she finally apologized for that, which was For not great. having a scene together? Well, she was a butt. That's why they didn't have a scene together. <laughs> Like, they were both, like, just not having it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't, I'm not the biggest Sansa fan. Like, if I had to pick a Stark, it would have been Rob, and he's gone, so that's not great. But I I also have an issue with Arya now, because she doesn't really do anything. Like, where is she going? I don't know. I don't know what the plan is now. And we didn't Has see she had her. four and a so half Starks? Fine. Yeah, four and a half Starks. But I just, I don't know. I'm glad that she's being mature about stuff, even though it was kind of John's idea that they, like, stick together. But at least she's kind of going, you know what, let's just, like, go kick butt, which is, like, finally. Especially since John is in this mo- uh, moment of, I don't know really anymore what's going to happen because he's seen the great unknown. He's died and seen that there's nothing after that and has kind of made him reevaluate his life. And Sansa's like, no, we are going to go back to Winterfell and we are going to take her home back because it's our home. And she's kind of like the motivator, I think, with him right now. Yeah. And he needs that. I'm just confused. Did he actually hand over the lordship to um, Holmeslice, his friend? Yes. Guy? Okay, yes. because when they, when they were... What? Ed? Ed. Okay, I, thought Ed. I, I always thought I imagined that because Ned and... I, okay. But I read with um, closed captioning for a bit, so I saw it's Ed with two Ds. Oh, interesting. I mean, they're all all of these names have red lines on my Word doc, so it's great. Much. But I just my problem, of course, was later when they're at dinner, or not dinner. They're like all eat, maybe it's dinner. I don't know. They're eating, and it's like Sansa, Brienne, um, John, Ed. And that wildling guy that was checking Brienne out, which I'm so down for, by the way. I ship, I, I ship. I love it so much. Um, he comes in and he's like, I have a note for you, Lord Commander. He's like, I'm not Lord Commander anymore. But he reads it anyway, even though it's like right there. So I, I didn't know if he was actually the dude, but I guess he is the dude. His watch ended. I mean, he died. I know. I was so pumped about him leaving. Like, I've been so tired of him just chilling at the wall. But it was funny, I saw an interview of him being like, you know, if I had actually, like, died off, I would have had to go over to tell all of my friends who I work with 
that like work at like their job is to be a character at the wall like hey so john's dead you guys don't have jobs anymore we don't care about the wall <laughs> it's just like oh it's a good thing eh? we, well okay we care about the wall but not but we wouldn't be there that often they wouldn't it's, they wouldn't get as many scenes okay can we talk about something really important with john mm-hmm. his hair <laughs> what about it is it just weird it's like in a little ponytail, like, dude, you can't pull off the man bun. That's because she cut his hair for some ungodly reason. She also cut I his know, beard, which is like, is it different from hair hair? I don't understand. You know what? I'm okay with the haircut because- No, I'm fine with that, but- But just yeah. leave your locks flowing. Don't tie it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So after Sansa was like, you know what, mate, let's go kill the Boltons because that'd be fun. Since Ramsay Bolton is basically Joffrey now, which is awesome because we needed another crazy person. We need someone to hate. Yeah. So we're talking. The next thing that happened with the Red Lady chick, Melisandre was like, "Oh, well, actually, John is the prince that was promised." So like, I'm gonna go follow him now. You know what cracks me up though? She just literally brought a person back to life, and yet she's still being a petulant child about the fact that she doesn't know what the heck is happening. I'm just over I, it. I don't think she knows what's happening. No, I know. She literally, she literally just brought someone back from the dead and she's still pouting about how she can't do anything. It's so funny to me. I'm like, you're amazing. I mean, she has that lovely necklace that True. changes her. Because she, deep down, deep, deep down, she is a little old lady. True. I also love that Brienne was like, oh, by the way, I murdered that guy. Like, she's towering over them, too. And Davos is so close to knowing the truth about Shireen. Mm. And I'm waiting for that bombshell or that shoe to drop that he knows you killed Shireen. Because yeah, his heart's, his little heart's just going to break. Mm. I mean, Maybe that's I how love she the dies. way she was just like, you know what, guys? Y'all are idiots. It made my day. <laughs> I loved her, her, like, loyalty to Renly as well, where she was just like, you're terrible, and I murdered your friend, or dude, so. But that's in the past now. Yay. <laughs> but I never forget. <laughs> oh, God. So then after that, we jump to Robin, who is- With Peter. Something else. That guy grew up tall. He's, like, tall. He did. That is so weird. And he still sucks at everything, which is He still awesome. wants to push everyone through the moon door. I know, Everyone. can we make it done with the moon door? I'm over it. But I also love- We already had our moon door death. I'm pretty sure that he's, like, a little bit crazy, but he's also, like, trying to not be crazy. But I think he's also terrified of being in charge without his mom there and without Peter having been there. It seemed like he did literally nothing until Peter came back. Because I think he doesn't know how to leave. That's what I mean. I think, I think he's scared and the crazy covers it up. Like, it's partly a show. Like, should we put him through the moon door just to, like, scare everyone, you know? But hey, he has a falcon now. True. And I love the little fingers like, you know what? We're going to go just kick butt, okay? <laughs> we're going to go declare war. And we're going to make sure that this guy is loyal to us. Lord Royce. Mm -hmm. What to do with him? Let's make sure that he stays loyal. It worked. I mean... It worked. Because, I mean, the whole Five Kings fighting thing is based off the War of the Roses, which I love super, super much, but that was not grammar at all. I'm That was dumb. But I'm super over the moon door, so let's just not... I had my moon door with death. Let's move on. Let's find better ways to kill I, people. The thing is, though, I didn't get why Robin was like, she's my cousin, I should help her. I feel like he thought Peter would want that, and that's why he said it. I don't think he actually cares. Yeah, I would agree with you there. That or he needs help. Because, you know, Peter is, like, in love with Sansa, mm. which is really creepy. I mean, it's because she's, like, basically a cat, but it's still yeah. creepy. Ugh. I mean, that's the problem I have with Jorah and Danny though, because she's 13 at the beginning of the season one, and then he's just, mm-mm, no. I don't care about that one. Mm -mm. Gosh. So we, we jump from Robin to Tyrion. He's doing the whole seven years. He's making peace with the masters and the former slaves, because you have to concede on both sides if you want any kind of peace otherwise you're gonna have fighting forever i just i i'm hoping that it doesn't backfire the way i think it might because of the seven years thing but like in my head he probably could have gone you know what you've got two years to like hire them and make better products because like once they have money they're gonna want to work to make better things to make more money as well because money is important in your society 
Um, and also it makes people work harder. So you have two years to hire the slaves or we're going to burn your houses down. Okay, thanks. That would have been way more fun. My gut feeling is that Tyrion's going to die this season because this... That would be sad. I would be so devastated, but I feel like this is going to backfire on him and he is going to die because of it. Part of me hopes that it does backfire, because I'm so sick of Danny sitting around doing nothing. I want her to come back with the Dothraki and be like, hey, guess what? You're I all think dead we're going to get her back, but we will talk about that further down when we okay. get to Danny. Okay. I just, I just don't think Kyrian did that the correct way. I think that the traitor, not the traitor, the like, the slave guys, the... Former slaves? No. <laughs> What's Sons the of the Harpy? No. The, slavers. The, the, the slavers was the word I was trying to say. Okay. It didn't come out the of masters. Mouth. The masters. Yes. I think they maybe believe him, but I'm also so confused. Because he was like, you know what? In, in exchange for this conversation and for you maybe doing what I say, have these slave ladies because that's going to be fun. Like, why? <laughs> what? Not slave ladies, prostitutes. There is a difference. Like I love the line that he says as well, where he's like, oh, what was it? He goes, see if freedom tastes any different. I died. Died. It was dreadful. But I mean, yeah. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. I, just, mm. I think he's very good at evading questions as well when he like goes down into that room and all the like ex-slave guys were like, dude, do you know who you just invited over? Because we don't like them hanging out. They're not our bros. And he's just like, um, let me just talk about the room we're in and how I'm not Danny. And like, you know, and he never answered the question. He's really, really good at evading questions. He's a politician for you. So good. <laughs> and I love that even though he lied and pissed off Grey Worm and, and uh, Masande, they still kind of believe him. And I think it's because Danny believes him or they think she does. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if she was like, if she just showed up and she was like, what are you doing? Oh no! I just, I just had this image of Danny killing him, and I'm not okay. <laughs> no, no, I don't want. I don't that. like that at all. I like them as bros; like they're cool. She would be a wonderful queen, mm -hmm. and he would be a wonderful hand, and that's how I would if, if I had to. I mean, pick... he kind of is now. Yes, but to rule over Westeros, I think that would be the perfect outcome. It's not going to happen because this is Gurm. One of the things I wrote down is um, that I'm super confused about why they're all obsessed with this one chair because i just i don't get it like danny could completely just take over that side of the ocean and be queen of that and pretend the other people don't exist like why would that be a bad thing i don't understand i don't get why they're all because she's too good she wants too much power she has that's the thing is like it's only because of power they don't actually care about anything like people wise they don't care they just want power and if they do, they die. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Ned Stark. <laughs> Everybody. May he, may he left rest in peace. Or as a pigeon. Or as a white walker, as some are suggesting, but I'm not, I'm not buying it. No. I think it would be hysterical, but I'm saying no. I would think I would go pigeon theory before that. Mm. Well, we'll see. <laughs> okay, so next we have... Dario being a jock and a chav. He is, he is a frat boy. <laughs> I used to like him, but I don't know if I do anymore. Mm, he's still cute, but I think my favorite, this was like my favorite lines of him saying, I don't think you could ride the dragon. <laughs> I was just like cracking up both times I watched that. I am just like, did he just, he just he did. said that. He did. I'm, oh my gosh. I'm over his silly lady knife. It's too much. And I'm also, by the way, this is not even technically relevant to him per se, but the whole, like, them being with a bunch of Khaleesi thing, you know, that situation, with there being so many of them, I'm just, I'm still cranky about babies being named Khaleesi when her name is Daenerys. It makes me so mad. And I get, ugh. Have you met my daughter? Her name's Khaleesi. It's gonna be like how there's probably, like, a good hundred or so kids named Hermione that you're gonna run into in the future. You're gonna run into, like, ten Khaleesi. <laughs> That is a very scary image. I know. It's just, it doesn't need to happen. Okay, so Jorah and Dario got into the city, and Smash, and because you can't bring weapons in there, Dario still snuck in a weapon and saved Jorah. I mean, good thing he did. But... Yeah, saved Jorah, and then to cover it up, smash the guy's head in with a rock. They're which... stupid to play traitors, though, because 
do all merchants just know Dothraki? Because I seriously doubt that. Well, if you remember, I think season one, they did have... They've been to the city before, and they did have merchants, and that was where someone tried to poison Danny and Jorah saved her. I just feel like not all merchants are going to know Dothraki that well, because he knows it really well. And they look overly confident as well. Well, it could be you come here for years. I mean, yeah, but yeah. I, I totally get why they didn't believe him. Like at all. I also feel like Jorah could have just been like, you want to get my disease, bro? And then the fighting would have been over. <laughs> and it would have been completely fine. You want this? You want to know how I got this disease? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I don't know. I think it could have scared him off. Dario could have nabbed him down the way, and it would have been fine. And he's not a good fighter without his sword, so Jorah was just doomed anyway. I think that the bashing the head in thing went on a little bit too long, and it was supposed to be funny. It was the first time, but it was not funny the second time I watched it. I'm also really shocked that that chick helped her out, but I like that they made fun of the old Khaleesi smelling weird. It's an interesting dynamic. I just don't believe that she would actually trust her. Not in Game of Thrones. <laughs> like You have to be wary of everyone, otherwise you will die. I know, and I guess that's why I was so not believing her at all. When she was like, you have to trust me, and she was like, yeah, like nodded. No, I didn't believe that for a second, but apparently she did. I don't know. Their little bonding moment should not necessarily have been enough, but I'll take it. So, moving on, next we had Marjorie and Loras, I believe. Mm -hmm. Marjorie's tr or Marjorie met with the High Sparrow. He's a crazy person. Yes, he is. I don't, I don't believe the whole, like, I gave up power and money. Like, he wants to rule the city. Let's be real. Otherwise, he wouldn't be in this situation. I mean, I do not believe that. that he doesn't want it, but he wants it real bad. He wants it real bad. And I think he sent her in to, like, screw up both of them, not to screw up Loris and, like... Oh, I think Loris is already screwed up, but he just needs to be tipped. Yeah, but I think edge. it was supposed to mess her up, too. Because she's seeing him in this, like, awful, like, crappy cell thing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I can't do it. And she's like, no, be strong. I'm not. Like, she's a strong person, but, like, he's gonna mess it up. So after that, we had Cersei and Tommen talking. Uh... But before Tom was talking to Pycelle, and his exit was the most awkward thing I have seen in a long time. He needs show. to kick the bucket, like, <laughs> yesterday. I don't like him at all. <laughs> like, I'm just... He was in Star Wars, did you know? No, I did not. That's yeah. really funny. I'm just... He was in episode five. I'm over him. I don't like him. Mm -mm. He also pisses me off. He pisses me off because he keeps getting caught. Every time he tries to do something, like, backstabby to, to Cersei, every time he gets caught backtracking like slightly um i also love that the high sparrow guy was like oh you want to go to your family you want like love and comfort no 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 you want money <laughs> and i was like hold on yes but no no because if you go to your family i was you like well, yes but no <laughs> like maybe she just wants hugs and be fine so tommen and cersei had their little chat and tommen is a baby child like he's he's oh i i can't he's so naive so gullible. Tommen told Cersei whatever secret. What is that secret, do you think? Marjorie. That she's going to be walking. Because we didn't know that. But is that really what it is? Or is there something else that no, Cersei... No, I guarantee you that the, the Sparrow said exactly what he wanted Cersei to hear. Like, there's no way that their trap thing is going to work. It's not going to work. No, it's not. There's no way. I just, I hate him so much, and I'm ready for his plot to be over. I want him out of my life. I don't think he's going to be gone this season. I don't know. He's so freaking irritating. I can't, I don't like him. <laughs> I don't. I just, I don't like Tommen either, though, to be honest. Tommen is a baby child. I miss Joffrey when I see Tommen, which is a very sad thing. He's just achy. Also, I don't believe for even, like, half a second that Marjorie cares about Tommen. Oh, no. Oh. As soon as Marjorie's, like, recovered looking, Cersei is gonna tear into her. Of course. Because she's gonna have, like, PTSD or something, and Cersei's gonna be like, oh, you should just let me take care of stuff. Marjorie just wants will. to be quick. She wants the power. That was the whole reason she was trying to marry Joffrey in the first place, and now Tommen. Yeah, but now she's, like, messed up in the head. and she Or she's gonna be when she's like, oh my god, Cersei, like, ugh. If not, it'll be trying to take care of her brother, who definitely is messed up in the head right now. Which is gonna be, like, an interesting plot, but I mm. don't think Cersei's gonna let it go. Ever. So, hey, at least we saw Sassy Grandma again. Mm. I missed her. Yeah, I mean, I like that they're working together, but it's, like, I don't trust only it. for now. 
I don't trust it. Because they need the Tyrells to make sure that the High Sparrow doesn't take the city. I think that's what Cersei's, like, afraid of. Can you imagine if the (laughs) High Sparrow literally took King's Landing and the Lannisters were just, like, thrown out on their ass? Or heads on spikes. That would be not good, but also great. Not good for them, but thoroughly entertaining. I would not want them all on spikes. Honestly, I want Tommen to stick around because he's so dumb. Because I feel like he's a great plot device. <laughs> I feel like he's so wishy-washy, though. I'm just he is, like, but he's a good plot device. Eh. So next we had Theon, I believe, returned home. Yes, I like his sister. I think she's kind of crazy, but I like her. She would be a good ruler, I believe. Yeah, that's why I'm glad that he's like, no, no, no. I know that you think I'm coming back because I'm, like, next in line or whatever. But, like, no, you should rule. I'm gonna help you. Because she's super dark and he's so ashamed of it. But he was literally broken. Mm -hmm. He was not human at that point. And she was just like, it's your fault. You killed my bros. I don't like you. And he's just like, well, I mean, you saw the thing that he sent you in the thing. And like, you know, I was messed up. And she was like, I feel like in her head, she was like, I wouldn't have done that. Yes, you would have. (laughs) Like, Eventually, you would have snapped. And besides... If she is ruler, she can carry on the family lineage. He cannot True. anymore. I feel like she wouldn't do that, though. I feel like she would be the type to be like, you know what? I'm not going to take a husband because I don't feel like it. Be like <laughs> Queen Elizabeth the first. Yeah, she'd be like that. She just wouldn't do it. It would be great if she decided that and then they tried to force a love plot. I would die. Who would want to marry her? It would be everything to watch someone try to marry her. They would have to get like a really weak guy. Or a really, really strong little dude who's like, you know what? I'm going to marry you. And she's having none of it. I would I would completely buy it. She would that. never go for that. I know. I'd love it. It would be great. Just watch him fail. That'd be so funny. I, that would be great. Either way, I would appreciate it. Um, so after that, we lost uh, whatever her name is. Tonks. I don't know what her character's name is. Osha? <laughs> Asha? Asha sounds right. I think it's Asha. I just know her as Tonks. I just know her as Tonks. Yeah, no, fun fact about the show that I learned yesterday is that in the first four seasons alone, four seasons, plural, alone, uh, 133 named characters were killed off. Mm. And I've realized I don't remember most of them. And I'm like, I'm going to remember Tonks because it's Tonks. I'm not going to remember Tonks. It is unfathomable that so many people died that I've already forgotten who played them. I've forgotten their names. I don't know how anybody died at this point, unless it's, like, Blackwater or something. (laughs) And I just, like, I just... It's so weird and cool how all of these crazy storylines somehow matter. Like, it's crazy to me. And I'm really sorry that like to see her leave, because I think she's great. But I also don't understand why she was killed off. Like, she wasn't going to do anything. No, because, um, she tried... She seduced... Greyjoy before, and that's how she escaped with the little boys and Hodor, and that's how they got away in the first place, and Ramsay knew that she seduced Theon before, and she he was not going to be susceptible to it. Yeah, but I don't think he needed to kill her. That's Ramsay. He's going to kill him. I know. I love that she tried. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Good for her. But I definitely gasped, and I'm like, no! The first time I watched I it. I just, I feel like she could have actually been useful to him later if he'd broken her, but no, let's just kill her. Eh, easier. I don't know. After that was the dinner thing that we talked about with the wildlings' whole, like, smirky eyebrow raise. I pretend and she's having none of it, and I ship it so hard. I love it. Because I also like that he likes that she's crazy powerful, because that's what freaks everybody out about her, which is awesome. And because he's a wildling, he'd be okay with it. Yeah. Also, can we talk about that letter? <laughs> come and see. Hashtag come and see. Come and see. I, I was watching a video, and they basically said, I think that this letter is going to become the new trolly YouTube comments, and I want it so bad. I saw someone's theory that that actually wasn't Ramsey who wrote it. I don't think it was. I don't think he's that repetitive, because my thing is, like, I really like the way that each character has their own way of speaking. I find that really interesting as, like, someone who likes to write, and I don't feel like he's that repetitive. And the other theory I saw was that Rickon's uh, wolf isn't actually dead, Shaggy Dog, and that the people who brought him in are actually still on the Stark side. They're just trying to infiltrate uh, the Boltons. I thought we saw the dog dead, though. The theory, if we go along with that, is that that was just another regular dire wolf. 
See, that's, that's the thing is when I was watching it, I was like, how do we know that's that one? But then I just sort of let it go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, was I like, did oh, too until I saw that theory. I'm like, huh. I mean, I hope that's, so. That's some food for thought. That would be awesome because I really like Jon Snow and I believe in the R plus L equals J theory and I want it to be a thing also because that might be a thing. I am so excited about the whole Tower of Joy thing. I'm really waiting for that to come back into the plot. Eventually. But we have to deal with some White Walkers first. I feel like we waited so long to see them last time that it's about time. So It's a slow burn. Very slow burn. Uh, the next thing was that the Dothraki are stupid. Like, real stupid. But Danny is epic. I just, I, they're so weird to me because they're so just base- and I know that's their, like, aesthetic or whatever, but it just is disgusting to me, obviously. And I loved Cal Drogo when he stopped being a butt. But it took a while to to appreciate him. No, I know, but it's because he was taught that you can go and you can conquer and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like that was his plan anyway, but, like, Danny was like, I mean, you could. Like, <laughs> let's do it. And then they're, they're just so dumb. Like, I don't see why they can't see that other... Cows have been that way, and they could be that way. I don't know. Because the other cows died. I mean, yeah, but... So they didn't exactly have the best track record. Just, just wow, did that building burn fast. <laughs> I don't understand what had those, like, flames going, but it was a nightmare. They must have had gasoline or something. Because, okay, what... I don't see how it spread that quickly. The walls I get... But and was it, like, oil? I feel like they should have just had a moon roof. That would have made so much more sense. Just don't have meetings on a new moon. See, my kind of going theory, so I kind of could accept that, how fast that burnt and how fast it went on the ground, because that didn't make sense to me otherwise, yeah, it didn't make any sense. is that Dario and Jorah helped her with her plan and snuck in there and poured oil or That's what I thought or... it was. But my other, like, the fan theory that I really appreciate is that maybe part of Danny's rage can control the fire and the way that it's I don't see that Which one. I don't believe it, but it would be awesome. It would be awesome, that but I don't see her cool. as a firebender. Because I didn't actually... I'm, I'm a person who loves to guess what's going to happen, but because I was so angry at the Dothraki for being so stupid, when she grabbed her the thing, I was like, is she just making a point about the fact that she can touch hot stuff? Like, what is happening? That's what I thought originally, and I'm like, oh, I'm okay with this. I was fine, but then also, by the way, there's proof that it was not a uh, body double at the end. Yeah, she said that, she outright said that she wasn't, it was a body double, that she did this. I mean, it was like a super close set, which is fine, but it is very backwards from what she said before, how she was never going to do that again. My closing thought about that whole fire thing is like you know what someone needs to work on making her some fireproof clothing this won't have to happen again it'll be fine because if she does if they do that then she is going to just burn everyone down yeah <laughs> and they're yeah. going to be worried that she's the next uh, that they're the next one she doesn't like our clothes oh no she's gonna kill us I mean, I, I would wager that somebody's going to suggest it at some point. Because they're going to be like, you know, you lost your dress yesterday. <laughs> it was super awkward. But hey, now she has all the Dothraki. And Dario is finally like, oh god. Now Dario knows, sees what Jorah saw several seasons ago. And why he is so, I'm going to follow her to the ends of the earth. Because I feel like once you see someone walk through fire, that is going to change your perspective on a few things. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I do think it was really crappy that they were like, you know what? Your baby died because of you. And so did Cal Drogo. I was like, I hate you so much. I hope you die. And then he did. No wonder why she killed them. I don't know. I was like, maybe she did intend to just intimidate them. It was like, you know what? No. <laughs> you know what? You went too far. <laughs> you want to trade me for horses? I don't think so. So... That was our episode. I'm going to ask you this. Favorite and least favorite character for the week? Just going by this episode. Uh, for, well, I think that I'm concerned about Grey Worm. I think he might be one of my, like, bottom tier ones right now. Because I feel like he's going to cause issues. Not that he's, like not a great character potentially i just feel like he's gonna be the guy that like messes stuff up because he okay. doesn't want to follow Tyrion, you know mm -hmm. and 
my favorite was probably the wildling guy. I think it's Tormund. Oh, that's cute, Tormund and Bree. We'll call him Tor. Tor and Bree. Tor and Bree. Tor Bree. <laughs> Bree Tor. Bree Tor. <laughs> I think for this week, my favorite character was Danny, just because I like the power that she was able to show and wield, and the fire thing was kind of epic. Least favorite favorite would be wasn't a fan of Ramsey this week just because he killed Tonks but mm. I think I'm going to piggyback off of you and say Grey Worm because he just seemed very how do I describe he's always been kind of one note for me I don't really have like a whole lot about him that I love anyway he clashed with Tyrion this week and Tyrion's it's my not boy not gonna go well no it's not um we also talked about maybe looking at our favorite quotes of the week which I have three written down, although one of them was technically in a different language, um, which was the large sorry you wait so fat time. That was fantastic to me. I just loved it. Tyrion's an idiot in that language, which is great, because he needs to be stupid at something, which is fun for me. Um, the other one, I, I wrote down also the thing about Jamie, were you expressly forbidden from standing down, which was great. And my other one was Jon Snow at the beginning when he's talking to Sansa. And he's like, I'm tired of fighting. It's all I've done since I left home. I killed brothers of the Night's Watch. I've killed wildlings. I've killed men. I had ma. i a boy younger than Bran. I fought and I lost. The way he says, admire was dead. I was dead. It was amazing. It's so dumb. I love it. So my three, I guess, big quotes that I loved was John at Castle Black talking to Ed. What are you going to do? Get warm. <laughs> I just kind of like love that sass I almost wrote that one down, it was good And then talking to Sansa I loved how he was going to say That I have to follow you otherwise Father's ghost will murder Or haunt me, something to that nature Yeah, it's true In his head <laughs> And then I just kind of love the Jorah and Dario Back and forth about You're not going to be able to You could not ride the dragon And just, I was laughing my butt off they're very clever the writers are very clever yes they are and that is why the show works <laughs> that is why we can deal with the talking parts and the action parts it was fun it we'll was. have to do another one next week oh yeah i'm curious to see what's gonna happen next week i just want more bran i like bran i like the history and the backstory that we've been getting with bran i like his powers and how they're kind of messed up i really want him to get stuck somewhere that'd be cool no Hodor. Hodor dies. What's his name again? Hodor had a name. It was like Willis or something. Willis, yes. I like him. Just in general. <laughs> so, anything else you want to talk about this week? Mm, no, I mean, just that we do a show every Friday where we do the ranting and raving and the breaking down of all the things, which is really fun. Um, and then we have links to the stories on our website, which is at bit.ly slash confabbed. So that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash confabbed. And uh, you can hit us up on Twitter if you'd like, at Rachel the Tall or at Lindsay H. Wrights. Um, you can also find links on the website as well, if that's more convenient for you. But um, I think for now, we'll just consider this topic confabbed.